0: just go to cars.com. It's magical.
1: All right, we are here with a day 2 recap. Uh the Patriots make uh two selections in day 2 of the NFL draft and also make a few trades as well. Uh so let's start off Keegan right away we'll start off with you. Uh, obviously they go Tyquan Thornton at 50 and then Marcus Jones at 85. Um you know we talked a little bit about it on the uh on the instant reaction shows that I want to get your whole take on it, but just as day as a whole, um, you know, how do you think the Patriots did today?
2: Uh, The number one thing that I believe we were all looking for, for them to do was to get more athletic and they definitely did that. Um, But if you want to argue about the value and stuff like that, we could go on for hours about that, but they got more athletic on offense. They got more athletic on defense and on special teams. Uh, I don't think you can be upset with that. Coming into the, the night, the, the needs that I thought they would fill, uh, they filled one of them, and there are about three out there that they still need. Like, they still need an off-ball linebacker, still need a defensive lineman, I believe, to kind of solidify that rotation. I'd love for them to try to take a swing at a tackle, um, but we'll see. You know, cornerback was, the, was the, the number one need for me. I don't know if he's, like, a number one corner, but he can come in and compete with that group, so um, – I'm happy with it. I don't know; no one really cares if I was happy with it or not. But I, I think they did a good job tonight. That's
1: what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, we I mean, we do care,
0: of, right? It's not. I think we were all teased last year because you had the big name guy, the big name guys from power five schools with the first four picks, right? You had Mac Jones and Barmore, Ronnie Perkins and Ramondre from Oklahoma. Everybody knew them because those guys get a lot of buzz, right? But I think. I was higher on the Thornton pick, like uh, Phil Perry, love him to death, gave him a D. I, you know, you can argue the value, like you said, Keegan. Four receivers went off the board right after that. Danny Gray went, Jalen Tolbert, right? Like, I'd rather take him there than, you know what I mean, like than, than some of the guys that went after him. Um, so I, I did like that pick. The Marcus Jones pick, Pat, I know that's your guy. I'm happy for you that it's, you know, it's always great when you can – identify a guy early on in the draft process, somebody that you like, and they end up taking him. right? It's, you know, everybody enjoys that. I'm a little scared there because of the size, right? I, I, the 5'8", five, five, 174, like how is it going to work? But he's electric. He's, you know, his 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 tape's awesome. The thing that's, you know, that I like about the pick is that we've talked about so long for, hey, let's zone it up. Let's try to match. um you know, opposing offenses, I think this press man kind of stuff maybe is kind of trending away from the NFL just because teams are so big and explosive and fast. Jones is kind of a chess piece guy that can he can run with anybody on the field. We know that. Um, obviously lacks the physical traits, but um, you know, who knows what their plan is. They got it I think their kick and punt returning needed, you know, sneaky upgrades. Gunner was an all pro two years ago, but they got virtually nothing for that for out of the kicking kicking game, they've got nothing terrible. Bolden to death, but they've got nothing from there for the last decade. Um, so he's going to help there. I'm sure they'll find a spot for him. Maybe he contributes a little bit on offense. You know, kind of a you know gadget guy can make plays with the ball in his hand. Um, not the sexiest picks, but I think they like you said, Keegan. They drafted athletes.
1: If I had to watch Brandon Bolden take a kick return from six yards deep in the end zone and get tackled at the 15 again, I was going to throw myself off the bridge at Gillette Stadium. Like I just, I can't. I just can't do that anymore. So, and Bolden's gone anyway, so that wouldn't happen. But still, like, I just give me someone who like actually has some juice at, at the return game, uh, and, and Marcus Jones, you know, brings that. And as I said, like, I, you know, I made one draft thread and it was marcus jones and then it was a lot of work and so i didn't do any more but uh, but like i i loved jones from the minute i saw him just pick
0: one from now on and do it
1: that's it there it is that'll be my thing
0: in february and
1: do it that'll be my thing you guys can do all of them you're good at it. i'm like terrible at it It took me like it took me freaking hours to do it and i was like this is just it's not worth it i can't do this (laughs) so but um but anyways, but I I love the Jones pick. I, I do think like there's there's definitely some questions about what he's going to play on the field. But he's a physical guy, even though he's not very big. Um, he plays, you know, with with a little bit of an edge to him, which I like. So it's probably uh, a
0: redshirt year too, for being honest. I know it's it's April. It's so much can happen. It's coming off the shoulder. Yeah. They have Bryant. They have John Jones, who I think is up next year. Um kind of get him in their yeah, building. Get great. him in a weight room. Maybe you can add some weight to him. Right. right, like that seems like a, they do that with their third rounders, right? Perkins had it last year. Yeah, um, <laughs> Dalton Keene and da- da- uh, Devin Asiasi Titans, are still yeah. red They'll still play eventually.
1: Uh,
0: Damian Harris did it in the third round, right? I, I know it's all about positional and kind yeah. of what their situation is, but that screams like a developmental guy, which is fine. I, I don't think slot corner was their biggest need. I wanted an outside guy, but there's still some available. Sharik Woolen, Jalen Armour-Davis, Kobe Bryant um, –
1: Zion McCollum.
0: McCollum, right. There's guys tomorrow yeah. that maybe, you know, in the fourth round, I, I love the fourth round. They usually hit on those. They do very well there. They got three tomorrow in and in a big bunch. Um, I'm assuming they'll pick all three of those. Um, there's still some good linebackers on the board. I, I think that was a position that I've said on this, I've said on Twitter, I think they're, I said about corner primarily on the outside. But I think their linebacker room, they're higher on than we think because we just haven't seen a lot from Oce because Van Noy was there and McMillan, who got hurt, who was really good in camp, and and McGrone. Those are their off-ball guys. Maybe Anthony Jennings, who uh, was hurt all this year, he turns out to something, right? There's a lot of what-ifs, and you certainly want to see them invest in these positions early on. But maybe they feel like, hey, if we can add a guy like a Brandon Smith or a Darian Beavers, an off-ball bigger guy that can play in the middle a little bit, right? Maybe that—that's really all they're looking for. And and I can see it. You know, like I said, they see them every day. They know. I'm excited for Uche. It's Josh Uche season. Put it that way.
1: Yeah, even a guy like Damone Clark, who you know is going to miss this year, but like yeah. again, they they're not they're not I love scared. Him. My yeah. Linebacker. Right, they're not scared to take a guy who's who's probably gonna be, you know, who would have been a second round pick and is gonna drop to the fifth, sixth round because of an injury. Right, they're not afraid to do that. So, uh, I think that that could be good value for them. So, uh, I'm excited to see what they do, Keegan. I think that I think your point is the is the is the point that everyone needs to be paying attention to, which is they said it, they did say it, they wanted to get more athletic, they needed more, you know, athletes everywhere, and while we may not love the picks. Right, we may not love where Cole Strange went. He was the seventh most athletic guard to ever come out, you know, according to RAS in the last thirty-five years. You know, we may not love the Taekwondo Thornton pick, but he ran four-two-eight, which is faster than Tyreek Hill at the combine. So, you know, and and you know, say what you want about Marcus Jones, he's crazy athletic too. And so, you bring in three guys who are super athletes plus athletes to make you better and faster and you know my my big thing that i come I keep coming back to with Thornton is that they traded up to get him after his pick there were like three or four wide receivers that went in the next you know four or five picks where it was just like boom 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 you know
2: they they read the board correctly and if that mm-hmm. was the guy they wanted that you know they they had to go and make that move obviously it, 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 right. you can't dispute that there are three out of the next four picks are wide receivers so they read the board correctly. Whether or not that's the right pick, I mean, we're gonna see. Uh, right. We've lived, we've lived this nightmare many a time. So, sure. We'll see, but uh, I don't. I don't think you can dispute the fact that they needed to move up to get him because uh, I believe Giardi came out with a report saying there was another team who had him as their highest-rated receiver on their board. So, right. You know, uh, I like to criticize things immediately because w- what are we doing this for if we don't get to to throw our takes out there? But Obviously, they they knew something that we didn't know, and that's the case with just about everything. So,
1: well, and um, what's fun about it is that if you if you hate it and he sucks, then you are right. And if you hate it and then he's good, you can, you, you know, you you wallow in, in, in you being wrong Putting as well. Less. It's yeah, just, it's just, right. to me, it's just as fun if I'm wrong as if I'm right. You know what I mean? I, I got, I got the Mac Jones one a hundred percent wrong last year and I love it. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yep. hundred percent. I was wrong. Like I'll take, I'll take the out. It's totally fine by me, but that's, that's part of it, man. So
2: yeah, but I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I mean, with, with like day three, They've got three fourths, three sixths, a seventh. I would have, you said you thought they were gonna take all three spegs. I know they hate the fifth round, but that feels like a spot like you said with Damone Clark. Like maybe they just move back, pick up another flyer in the seventh round. And they move back to the fifth. That's a spot you could take a guy like that where you're not really worried about the talent and, and what is worthy of a fifth round pick. It's just like this guy, the fact that he's here, you know we're gonna take him. There's a lot of really good players on the board. Uh, I know before we get out of here, I guess we can kind of throw those up because people will be able to listen before the draft tomorrow, but right. like Perry on Winfrey, the fact that he's still yeah. available, unbelievable. I thought he was going to be a top 50 pick after the senior bowl and he's just slipped and I, I don't know why, but uh, a lot of good players still available.
1: Right. Yeah, no, you're totally right. Totally. Winfrey's a great, you know, a, a great person to talk about. I think Neil Farrell is a guy that I've talked about a lot who was kind of like a true nose Fourth round's a little bit high for me, but like if you do trade back into the fifth or even early sixth, I like him a lot. You know, if you want to take another wide receiver, and I I think, I do think even though you draft, you know, Marcus Jones, I wouldn't be surprised to see them go after a corner. Even if they go after a corner, you know, with their first pick of the fourth round or even trade up for one, you're talking about guys that you know that have elite athleticism and are pretty solid corners. I think that you can still get in the fourth round. So. I'm excited what they can do, and we're going to see kind of what what those guys kind of bring to the table and and what their value uh, coming up. But it is you know it's going to be an interesting day three. And one thing that we didn't talk about was the trade that they made at 94. They picked up 94 yesterday by trading back from 21 to 29. You make a trade with Carolina at 94, you pick up 139. One thirty nine, right at the end of the at the end of the fourth round.
0: One thirty seven. One
1: thirty seven. One thirty seven at the end of the at the end of the fourth round, and then you pick up their third round pick next year. Now their third round pick this year was pick number seventy. Now they might be a little bit better than they were last year, but not going to be much better with Matt Corral or Sam Donald starting again. So you're going to get a pick in the seventies most likely,
0: and you're getting a third for, assumingly, for J C Jackson.
1: Right. So now you're talking about you're moving up in next year's draft from, you know, 94 to whatever. And then, you know, you're moving up about 20 picks next year, right? Obviously it's not, you know, it's not the exact correlation, but you get the idea. So you're moving up next year and you're picking up a fourth round pick, a late fourth round pick. So you're moving back. And essentially, that was kind
0: of the telltale sign for me that they, that was a prime spot to take a linebacker, Chanel, Tyndall. Right. There's another one that kind of went in there too, that I'm blanking on. It's been a long night. Um, we're right. You, you. That's a guy you can add. Ten dollars, six four. That runs really well. Chanel's kind of yep. that. You know, mix of hey, I'm a, I'm a kind of, I can be a thumper for you. I'm a little undersized, but can move a little bit and cover. Um, prime spot to take one at, at ninety four, wherever it was. But hey, we don't like the pick there. We want, we want to give these guys that we've had in our building for a year or two more opportunity. Let's push some capital down next year. Yeah, it sucks, but you'll be happy if, like you said, they got a third round pick at seventy gives them some flexibility next year when dealing um, as well as, you know, picking up another fourth, which, Hey, they got three picks tomorrow within 17 picks um, with still some decent impact players, some room to grow a little bit, I think along their front seven, whatever. I I would have liked to see them pick there, but kind of the the way it was trending tonight, you kind of had a sense that, Hey, let's kick the can down the road a little bit more.
2: And like you said with, But the guys that they typically like, they're all available. Like, all the bigger linebackers are still available. You know, the Beavers, the Brandon Smiths of the world, they're still out there. Like, Jojo Doman is another guy who's like a safety linebacker where we talked about that person with N'Kobe Dean, and you could, you know, maybe get a similar style player. Uh, Khalil Shakir, I don't know how he's still on the board. I know. It's crazy to me. So, well, a lot of guys. I mean, like, the fourth round is really where teams, like, the depth of your roster that middle class of your roster that's where it gets built out so um there's no slowing down for us i think we can say like there's there's a lot of uh important things that are going to be happening tomorrow as well
1: yeah i agree it's and, and you know the patriots usually clean up on day 3 of the draft as well right when they have a good drafting year that's what they do right they clean up on day 3 of the draft so um you know i think overall first two days like i'm looking at it kind of sitting there saying like I'm, I'm pretty happy with what happened. Right. And, and obviously you can say they reached on strange, which I think you're justified in saying that, but then you hear today that, you know, multiple people said he wouldn't get out of the thirties. So mm-hmm. if you wanted him, you were taking him at 29 and you weren't getting him, Right. So yeah. Was it the right pick? I don't know, but we'll see what happens. Right. And then same thing with, you know, with Thornton where it's like, Hey, Did they? They obviously liked him best. They traded up to get him and read the market. You know, read the draft board a hundred percent correct. They knew that you know a a string of wide receivers were coming, and they got up in front of it and drafted it. And then again, Marcus Jones kind of falls in your lap at eighty-five, and you say, "Hey, man, you know we get the we get the special team stuff. Um, We get our special team. You know how much they love special teams, so you get a special teams guy for for next year. So I, you know, I think I'm I'm fairly happy. I'm probably around like a I think yesterday we were at, like, I was at, like, a C-minus. I'm probably at, like, a C-plus right now. Maybe even inching to a B-minus just because of that. I really like that trade at the end of the third round by them. So um, that's where I'm at right now. I don't know about you guys if you want to give just a quick grade on what they've uh, they've done just quickly, and then we'll get out of here.
0: C-plus, B-minus, not sexy, but need – I guess just time will tell. Like I said, it's not the guys you all wanted, but I think the guys that they picked, they got more athletic. They are three and faster. That's right.
2: all it is. That's all yep. I'll say. I feel like I've come across as the most negative one here, but I, like B minus B. I I feel like all three of these players can be good. They could all suck as well. Or yep. I I think Cole Strange Cole Strange is a pretty sure thing in terms of just being a solid player. The other two could be it could blow up in their faces, but um, I love the upside. They never take a swing for the fences and they did it this year. So I'm, I'm happy with it. I don't even, yeah. I don't care if they win to lose. So I'm give me good football. Like cool guys. Tyquan yeah. Thornton runs fast. That's sick. I love it.
1: Right. It's cool. It's cool to see him run fast, you know, and Mac Jones can throw it deep to him. It'll be fun. You know, yeah. He can, he can, uh he can show all the haters, throw it throw a 60 yard bomb in week one to Tyquan that, Thornton. That, that Tom amazing. house
2: arm strength. No, no doubt. Through.
1: See, no doubt. So anyways, guys, all right, so that's that's uh, that's uh day two. So day three, just to recap really quick, they are picking at 121, 127, 137. That's all in the fourth round. In the sixth round, they have 183, 200, and 210. And in the seventh round, they have 245. That's seven picks tomorrow. I can't imagine they're going to make all seven of those picks tomorrow. I just I can't see that happening. So I expect some movement tomorrow. Maybe they move up. Maybe they move down back into the fifth. I'm not sure, but... Uh, I, I would expect some movement tomorrow for sure. Uh, Belichick is known for it. He does a ton of trades. That's just what he does. So I expect a lot of movement tomorrow and there's a ton of great players on the board. So I'm excited about it. There's still a chance that they take Zion McCollum as my guy loves. I love Zion McCollum too. So, uh, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about tomorrow. Thanks for coming along with us today, guys. I won't be around as much tomorrow. Uh, or I guess if you listen to this, I won't be around as much today because my daughter is a dance title, but I will, uh, I'm trying to pop on bring my podcasting stuff and and maybe pop on you never know to the in-law self so anyways uh enjoy the uh enjoy the the day today and we will uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow